Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Ben and this is the Smoking Hot Confessions Podcast. Hey family, I hope you're well wherever you are and you got that thin blue smoke rolling. This is episode 14 of season 5. This season covers the 2019 Australian Competitive Barbecue Circuit and includes recordings from some of the biggest and best festivals from all over this beautiful wide brown land of ours. In short, I'm going to be spending the year flying, driving, eating, walking and talking my way around Australia and I'm bringing you along for the ride. The last ABA comp of the year is always the Kangaroo Valley Craft Beer and Barbecue Festival and fittingly, it's always a great party. With meat, mates, beer, pigs, helicopters and racing ride-on lawnmowers, this year was the best by far. Located two hours south of Sydney, the festival drew competitors from as far as Brisbane and Adelaide. Some came for a last chance to score some points for that hotly contested ladder and others came based purely on the reputation of the event. Whatever their reason, the result was a weekend of incredible fun and good times with mates. Before we get into it, I'd like to let you know about our awesome new shop on the website. We've got our incredible Smoking Hot Confessions tumblers for keeping your cold drinks cold and your hot drinks hot, and also two amazing ebooks, 27 Lessons Learned from Competition Barbecue and The Bacon Manifesto. We're working on a new line of merch coming soon, so keep an eye out for that too. I'd also like to invite you to join us at the Smoking Hot Confessions community on Facebook. If you're looking for a group full of open-minded people who just love to help each other out, the Smoking Hot Confessions community is a great place to continue the conversation. Finally, however you listen to this episode, please subscribe, rate and review the show. It really helps me spread that barbecue love. So without further ado, grab yourself a can of Aragard, some flame grilled picanha and a frosty craft beer and join me at the final ABA comp of the year, the Kangaroo Valley Craft Beer and Barbecue Festival. This is the internationally awarded Smoking Hot Confessions podcast with your host, Ben Arnott. How long has it been since your last confession? Hey folks, Ben from Smoking Hot Confessions here. We're just uh, wrapping up day one at the incredible Kangaroo Valley Craft Beer and Barbecue Festival. You will have to excuse Big Willie here, not drinking a craft beer. Mate, what's up with that? Uh, I'm drinking the local brew, Chew is new. Uh, the reason I'm doing that is I'm drinking out of Doug Thomas's Esky and he's, his flavour is uh, Two is new. Um, I've tried a lot of the great breweries out here today. A lot of the inner western Sydney breweries have come down to Kangaroo Valley. I'll tell you what, anyone who lives in Sydney should come down and check out what they're doing down here because this is the third year I think you've been here for a couple of years uh, this is my second year yeah, yeah, yeah so it's a third year that the event has run and it's it's really good so there's uh, over there we've got uh, sort of lawnmower racing isn't that wild I know over there we've got pig racing there's uh, helicopter rides for the kids and stuff like that it's uh, a really good event a lot of events try and be everything to everyone but these guys they look after the teams they look after the locals and they look after sort of the families so no, it's really good I, I'm really enjoying it um, as are you I'm sure Mate, they got laser tag over there. How cool yeah, is that? Yeah, yeah. So I, I expect everyone will be trying to do that at nine o'clock tonight with, with little success. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping that they uh, wrap that up and put that away because I can't yes. imagine those guns yeah. are going to last very long with us at a uh, couple of beers under our belts and not at nine o'clock at night. So Two tell us a bit about what you're doing here at the festival this weekend. Uh, so I've been doing demos. So I did uh, four demos today on stage. I did some salmon. I did some uh, steak, uh, some chicken, and obviously I did a steak demo, a reverse steak demo. Still the crowd pleaser, still the favourite every time. Um, 
Mate, I just, I just like coming down here. It's two hours from home. We, we zipped down this morning um, and we're just sort of doing some demonstrations. Obviously not competing. Badass is sort of in a hiatus. We haven't said, no, we're not doing it ever again. But we're just sort of chilling out just at the moment. We're all very busy, but what we've been doing a lot of is, is the classes. I was going to ask about the master classes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we're lucky enough to be sort of, uh, I guess, endorsed by Barbecues Galore in a sense that they allow us to do classes at their stores um, to help educate the everyday punter on what is low and slow barbecue, what's this whole thing all about, explain to me how to light a fire, all, all those little simple things that you watch YouTube enough, you'll get it, but you know it's, it's much easier to see someone do it in person. You can ask questions and see about it. So, And one of the things I was talking to someone about today, I knew earlier, um, I'm going to be an advocate next year for every team in Australia to try and do a class. So we, we can only spread the word so much, and we're lucky to have a big voice being barbecues galore, but... I'd encourage any team, anyone who's watching, and, and you know whether you're a team of three or you know a, a couple, go and try and do a masterclass. Get, you know, speak to your local pub, uh, speak to your local barbecue shop, you know your butcher, whoever it might be, and see if you can do a masterclass. Because there's there's a lot of upside, not a lot of money, but you know the 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 thing about it is I know why school teachers are school teachers. Showing someone a new skill, uh, teaching them something that they want to learn or they've tried and they, they've they've failed. Um, it's so much satisfaction and I want everyone else to share in that satisfaction that I get out of doing classes and, and I must admit I take time off work, I, I, I sacrifice my Saturdays so that I can show people you know, the, uh, the art of low and slow barbecue which I've been lucky enough to, to learn through my grandfather who had one of the first barbecue shops in, in Australia. So I was sort of lucky to sort of get involved in that really, really early on and yeah, so I think if, if more people are doing classes the better, all ships rise with the, the tide. Um, and I'm thinking the, the biggest thing that I want to sort of preach next year, um, we will be doing more classes with barbecue school, hopefully, but I'm hoping that more people are doing classes and showing, because I've got my method and, it, it, you know, it's tried and tested and it obviously works. People people get, you know, good results after coming to our class, but a lot of people do a lot of different things to me. And that's the beauty of barbecue. It's, it's how you cook it. You do it differently than you do me. You know, um, some people, you know, shock horror at how I, 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 I cook a steak. It's like, well, that's the way I've learned, but you might have a better way. So the more people doing classes, the better. I think that's my sort of, you know, that's my go forward for 2020. Absolutely. Now, it can be a bit intimidating when you are approaching that butcher, approaching that pub for the first time to try and pre present yourself yeah. as the teacher of the barbecue course. So yeah. what advice do you have for teams that are maybe a little bit shy, not not real sure about how to make that initial approach? If you're going to approach, let's say a butcher, for example, his job is to sell meat. So if you get more people cooking brisket, he's going to sell more brisket. So if you get more people sort of, you know, wanting the, the better cuts of steak, he's going to sell more steak and particularly if you do it um, I've done a couple of classes with with butchers over over the years uh, for example in Townsville with the guys at Riverway Meats and he's got such a loyal sort of community of people who love barbecue the classes I've done up there you know they've, they've really enjoyed it and you know he gets a lot of benefit out of it once again not a lot of money in it for him in the short term um, and you know it costs a lot of money to fly up to Townsville and do the class and you know but you know there's a there's a mathematical equation for everyone yep. that, you know I get paid for my time and, and, and he gets the sort of you know that he can sell more meat you know at the back end um, and the education process it's, it's good fun everyone you know has a beer and we, we sort of all get along so I think approach them and there's upside for everyone um, 
But I think if, if you're not confident and you, you know, oh, I'm not a good public speaker, get a few people together to run the class. Um, I think the first time I saw that was the Shank Brothers out of Queensland. Mikey and Ralphie, they bounce off each other, you know. One might get a little bit worn out of talking. Actually, no, it's not the Shank Brothers. But, you, know, <laughs> you, you sort of, you, you bounce off each other, you talk, 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 and then, you know, you come up with a good product. So I'm not a hugely confident person as much as, you know, everyone will go, oh, no, that's bullshit. Yeah, I get nervous when I'm in front of 35 people on my own, you know, um, and some people have probably seen that. But if I've got Mitch next to me or Rosie next to me, you know, we can bounce off each other and then it becomes a, you know, and a much more dynamic, you know, you, you've both got different ideas, different ideas on what woods to use. We've got protein and so it becomes, you know, educational. So you know what barbecue is? It's however you like it. So my way is not the best way. I, I show people what I do and it seems to work for me. Uh, you might have a different thing. I'll never forget a guy came to our class once and he said he smoked, uh, he soaked his wood chips in 18-year-old whiskey before he threw it on the fire. Right? Jesus, that's expensive. A, a very expensive. And I know where good whiskey should be going, in here. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he threw it on the fire and he reckons he can taste the difference and all his mates are like, this is amazing, this is so cool, all that sort of stuff. You know what, keep doing it. You know, if you're getting a bit of barbecue theatre, never hurt anyone. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, everyone's got a different way of doing things and, and that's why I think more people doing the classes uh, is a, a good thing for everyone. Fantastic, mate. Well, look, thanks very much for your time. I realise you're a busy man, but I think we still got a little bit of time we can go hunt up some of those laser guns. Yes, let's do it. Cool. Lovely. Good to see you, buddy. You too, man. All the best. Catch you later. See you soon. Hey folks, Ben for Smoking Hot Confessions here. It's day two of Kangaroo Valley and I have got something special for you. A very rare media Flies. engagement. With the flies, no, with <laughs> with Kurt Hitty at the Lord of the Flies, mate. How are you enjoying the uh, the Kangaroo Valley weekend? Apart from said the friends. obvious fly thing, yeah. It's <laughs> dude. It's always a good time here. It is, and yeah. it, it it has doubled in size and doubled in awesomeness this year. Well, nearly tripled. I mean, I think the first year we got way like right just back there, and then we got pushed there last year, and we're here. I mean, it's awesome. It is really good, good really good. Now, you have been one of the busiest men in barbecue in the last couple of months. You've been back and forth to the United States. Tell us about those trips. Well, we did the Royal in September, um, Invitational and Open, and then we were back for the Jack. It's about two weekends ago, late October there, in uh, Lynchburg, Tennessee. That's pretty cool. So how did you do? Oh, we did all right. I mean, we, we managed to take a walk at the Royal Open. Um, same at the Jack. It's always a good day when you can, you know, take a walk. Describe that feeling when your name gets called out and you do, and you get to take that walk at the Royal. I mean, that's got to just be mind-blowing. It is. I mean, the the Open particularly because it's like, you know, as they call it, the crapshoot. <laughs> you know, it's 500 teams. You, ne you just never know. So it's, I mean, pretty slim, pretty slim odds. So it's pretty cool. I mean, you kind of got to do a double take when they call it. It's like, you know, that's us. So, yeah, no, it's it's, it's a good feeling for sure. Yeah, yeah. And so you've got quite the extended family in terms of barbecue around the world as well now. Yeah, well, they can't get rid of me. <laughs> yeah, you know, the Gronman family, Andy and Kim, uh, and the girls, always been great to us. I mean, he's, he's, he's really the guy that got us into it. I, I met Andy, I think it was probably like 2012, 2013, when things were kind of just kicking off. Um, and we just, you know, we, we hit it off. I remember we went to an event and... Uh, it was David actually that, that does Yoda here at privately run an event um, you know this is before Facebook and everything was a barbecue forum and you know he invited me and a bunch of other people and well it was meant to end at about 5 in the afternoon and it did but it was just like a group of us 
to stay till I think it was like four in the morning oh, wow. or something like that. <laughs> but what's funny is um, all those people are still really, really good friends with, you know, and they've gone on to do different things in, in barbecue. You know, one of one of those guys was Garth, who's head of the KCBS. I mean, I guess he didn't know it back then. And Brett, Aussie Pit Masters, who's oh, building yeah, smokers yeah. now. Yep. So Brett Robinson, uh, a few other cats. It was, yeah, it was just a good time. And, you know, everyone just hit it off. Never looked back, you know. Didn't know what we're getting ourselves in for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty uh, pretty wild times is what it's led to now. Yeah, well, I mean, if, if you had told us back then, but, you know, the Jack, the Royal, uh, you know, you'd be... I never would have guessed it, man. Yeah. I, I just, you know, at that time of, at that time of uh, our affliction, it was just because we wanted to cook good, you know. We wanted to explore new options and, you know, just never, never really saw it coming. But it's, you know, it's become a... Way of life, really. Way Absolutely, of life, you know? yeah, yeah. So it's really about the people, and you know, we've been very fortunate to make a lot of good friends. You know, people we call family, pretty much now. You know, from all corners of the world, as you said, it's pretty, it's pretty unique. Yeah, like, yeah. So, tell me about the team that you're cooking here with this weekend. Um, well, I'm taking a break, so I just travelled light this weekend. Of, you know, Rob Frank and his team with a P and a Q. We, you know, again, we we met on the circuit. And just hit it off. Really good friends, neighbours. One one contest like, a few years ago, and just you know, again haven't been able to get rid of each other. Yeah. <laughs> Here we are cooking, you know, and, he, and we did it together last year. So, yeah, yeah, well, he's a, cool. He's a big guy. I think if he says you're cooking on my team this weekend, I think you just say yes, sir, and you just do what he says. Well, when he tows the trailer loaded with all the gear, I'm not going <laughs> to yeah. argue either. You know, yeah. he's kind of got some. Um, He's got some good bargaining chips for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. And I can I can see that you're cooking on drums here this weekend. What do you like about cooking on drums? They're quick. They're easy. You know, they run themselves. I like that. You know, we, we cook hot anyway. Don't like particularly on on the stuff we cook on. But uh, you know, these do just as good a job. Little differences, you know, with where the heat comes from and uh, things like that. But uh, no, they do a good job. Fantastic, mate. Beautiful. Now, we are between hand in, so I'm going to cut this short and say thanks very much and thanks for your time yep. and best of luck with it. No, I appreciate it, Ben. Thank you. Hey, folks. Ben from Smoking Hot Confessions here. Day two at Kangaroo Valley. Right now, I've got Drew from Drewbecue and Wild West Barbecue. Man, aside from the flies, how are you enjoying the weekend? Man, the Australian salute's going hard today. Like, I was out there in the pig races swatting the flies, and I was just betting every time I put my hand up, mate, because so many flies here today. That would get expensive real quick. It was, eh? But no, the weekend's good. Kangaroo Valley is such a great comp, and it gets better and better each year, man. It's great. That would explain, though, why we were able to auction off those cuts of meat for breast cancer research yesterday so well. Hey, everyone was swinging their arms around. Mate, I was selling chickens for $120. Oh, bargain. <laughs> <laughs> so, Drew of Drewbecue, we have a couple of, yeah. uh, of uh, Drew drums here. Yeah. So, tell us about the, uh, the, the, the business. What, what inspired it? Well, what inspired was we went to a competition in Melbourne. I'm Sydney-based, and we had a Horizon Offset, big, massive thing. We didn't want to lug it around, so we decided to buy a gateway drum smoker, which then got stuck in customs, and we didn't have it ready in time. Oh, no. So I built, built some UDS smokers, and we built two of them. We went down to Melbourne, competed in a KCBS competition, unpainted, uncooked on, untested, untried, and we took a trophy home on both. Oh, nice. So we got four for pork and four for brisket. And I was like, these are cool. So now we had two, and, and then a friend says, can you make me one? And the list went on from there. And so this is one that I've made for the team behind me, Rub and the Fat. This is one of the first ones. This one's called Delilah. 
Um, it's got a floating hinge, which is a little bit different than some of the other ones you'd see. So the lid actually completely comes off. Oh, okay, yep. But then hinges up and stays it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so the reason for that is sometimes you need to have the chimney in a certain position for different things that you're doing. That allows you to do that because it's not actually attached to the drum. Oh, very cool. Yeah, there's a few other key features, but basically it's just a UDS. And that's how it came apart. Some people wanted some and I just built them. Easy as. Now, I've, I've heard that they're quite uh, quite customizable. What oh, sort of, definitely. That's what sort of different feature. requests have you had? Well, I built one for a guy that rebuilds motorbikes for a living. So I put uh, pistons as the handles. Oh, I, used, cool. I used the actual throttle body from his motorbike as the chimney. It actually works, so you can pull the pin out in and oh, out. Oh, nice. Yeah, we welded some handlebars to it and a few other things like that. I uh, painted Australian flags, Kiwi flags. I uh, painted one to look like an actual cigarette. So people go, what is that thing? Because they don't see these before. And they go, it's a smoker. I saw that mm. at... Um, Q for a cause. Q for a cause last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, so they are extremely customizable. So the team behind me, they got four drums. And as you can see, they got a baby blue one. They got a green one, a black one. Any color, really. Yeah, it's pretty good. And... Um, You've, you've got a really uh, unique kind of diffuser in there as well, haven't you? Oh, definitely. Let me put some hot gloves on for that. I'll get one out. The drums, the drums don't actually need a diffuser, but they're like running shoes. You don't need them to win a race, but it definitely helps. So I'll pull a diffuser out. This is cool. I didn't think we we're actually going to get to see one. This is awesome. Yeah. So basically, this just sits down in the bottom of the drum, and as the heat rises, confection heat causes it to rotate. With an ugly drum smoker, the firebox is centrally situated. So the food in the centre of the grate is going to cook or brown quicker than the outside. Now, I cook a lot of chicken wings. I fill that thing up and fit 5 to 10 kilos of chicken oh, wings wow. in such a small footprint. Problem was I had to rotate them so much. So I built a diffuser thing. So it's a little bit of a, a take on a Huntsaker fan. And I put my own twist to it. But these are complete slip-in. They're the same as a Weber grill size. So they'll fit in any... Uh, Weber that you're making, or any wow. drum that you're making, yeah. So this, I sell them on my on my Facebook page, DrewBQ, and all the parts too. All the parts are bolt-on, so they it's not just you buy the drum. You can find a drum wherever you want, buy the parts, and do a father-son thing together, or oh, build them cool. with your mates. So actually, the the pipes and the everything you can see that I use are, are all bolt-on, so you can do it yourself yeah. and save save yourself some dollars. Yeah. I love this idea that that sort of creates that spiral of, of heat and smoke coming up through the drum. Yeah, they sort of already do that anyway, depending on where you put inlets, but this just helps it do it even better. So this, I've got some videos of it with the fire roaring, because these drums get up to 550, 600 Fahrenheit. Oh, wow. You can cook some pizzas really quick in it. But you get the fire <laughs> roaring, and you can see these tornadoes coming out the top of it just because of that. Oh, that's thing. awesome. Yeah. So what's coming up in you, uh, for you for 2020? Uh, some new products are coming out. I've got um, a rotisserie thing that I'm trying to get out there, which is actually four shelves that rotisserie around like a carousel. Oh, wow. And that would be just a sleeve that you could just drop on top of the drum that you already have. Oh, wow. Yeah, so something different like that. And we've got um, hanging racks that I'm going to start mass producing and all that type of stuff. So. There's Mate. lots, lots of things coming, which is great. Cool stuff, man. Very cool. Yeah. I'll let you get back to your yeah. team because you've got to get this this lamb finished in here. Yeah. Thanks very much. Ripper, mate. Here you guys. Droopy Q. Hey, folks. Ben from Smoking Hot Confessions here. It's day two at Kangaroo Valley. The racing lawnmowers are just getting started, so we may get a little bit noisy here. But in the meantime, 
Dana from Blue Dog Barbecue cleaned house yesterday at the SCA and I understand it was your first competition. Absolutely, it was my first and I was very, very excited to win. <laughs> so tell us what you did. So I did um, anything on a stick um, and I made tiny mini burgers. I saw them, they yeah. looked amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I was really, really excited to make them and really, really excited to um, come out with the, um, I guess, first place. Yeah. And <laughs> We're just getting heckled on the sidelines here. It's okay. So what is it that sort of drew you into the competition barbecue scene? So my mate Matt, who's the captain of Blue Dog Barbecue, um, has been doing it for quite a while now. Um, and got my partner Henry into it and Henry did his first comp um, in Canberra this year with Matt um, and then uh, after they won Grand Championship there I decided to come along with them down to Kangaroo Valley as well and, and uh, have a go myself. Fantastic, <laughs> that's so cool. So when you were doing that, that anything on a stick, what, what type of grill did you cook it on? Uh, we used the Weber. The kettle or a go in Yeah, Weber, Weber kettle. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, and use the cast iron plate in there. Oh, right. Yeah. Mm. Very nice, very nice. And how'd you do with the steak? I understand you did pretty well in the steak too. Ah, well, I was not, I didn't participate in the cooking of the steak other than helping to choose which one we would uh, enter. That was half the battle <laughs> yes, of this competition yes. when I was looking at the steaks lined up there. <laughs> Um, so I think Paddy and Matt uh, dealt with the steak. Hey, Paddy, do you want to come and talk about the steak? Oh, that's... Don't get away with it. Grab your golden ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the golden ticket, Paddy? Oh, I don't know. I lost it. <laughs> so good. Paddy from Blue Dog as well here, mate. You uh, you cooked the steak, I understand. I did, yeah. Uh, second in steak for the second year in a row out here at Kangaroo Valley. So yeah. But, the, but there's a bit of a bit of a special bonus for you this year, wasn't there? Yeah, well, the, the winner already had a golden ticket to the States. Um, so de by default, we get the golden ticket. That's pretty cool. Oh, that's bloody awesome. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> is, there, is the whole team going to go? Uh, yeah, I think yeah. so. We're in. We're all in. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. Everyone's invited. Families and everything. We'll, we'll yeah. take everyone over. So where is that in, in 2020? Oh, Someone told me last night, but I can't remember. We were celebrating a bit hard. Um, it's, it's somewhere in Texas. <laughs> That's about all I know as, as, as well. Yeah. Let's say Houston. Yeah, let's say Houston. Why not? Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you're, you're coming into the ABA today. Yeah. I've noticed you've got a really interesting-looking smoker over there. What can you tell me about the smoker? Yeah, so that's Matt's smoker. You can probably tell you a bit more about it, but um, it's called a Chubby. Um, he got that chipped over from the States as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's yeah, very well insulated smoker and can cook a, cook a lot of meat on it. So it's won us a few awards. So it's almost like a little mini vertical cabinet then. Pretty much, yeah, yeah, yeah. A vertical cabinet, but with very well insulated, so it doesn't use much fuel, fuel at all. Very cool. Yeah. All right, look, the uh, lawnmowers are starting up, yeah. so we're, yeah. we're, we're going to lose audio quality real quick. So I'm just going to say congratulations. Thanks very much, and thanks Thank very much you. for taking time to be on the show. No worries. Cheers. This is Jesse with Seven Sins Barbecue, and you're listening to Smoking Hot Confessions. Hey, folks, it's Ben from Smoking Hot Confessions here. Now, I thought I'd put in a fair effort flying down and then driving down from Sydney. Josh from ZQ has driven all the way from Brisbane. Mate, that is an effort. 
Yeah, she was uh, she was pretty crazy, um, pretty eye-opening going through the uh, fires. We saw flames about two and a half hours in on the road, and like, ooh, don't know, don't know if we're going to get down. But yeah, honestly, I feel for the folks down in Port Mark and Taree and whatnot. Just, but what was amazing, we were halfway halfway through um, Taree, and all all of a sudden, like, just completely ravaged areas. You see houses, sheds everything gone and you just see houses so the fire is just for some random reason or oh you mean the the, the fire has actually managed to save them they have done an amazing job honestly i oh, yeah i don't envy them i don't know if i could be in their shoes but wow mate it would be terrifying i was i was in the plane and i was taking shots out the out the window yeah. and it just looked like the whole east coast was on fire one of the fires that we flew over must have burnt 200 kilometres inland from where we were flying all the way out to the ocean. You could see it had yeah. burnt all the way out to the ocean. Yeah, there's, there's been some real doomsday photos and videos going around, so... No, I... Yeah. We were a bit funny about coming down, just nearly felt like a kick in the teeth to everything that's happened, but... No, happy to be here, and, I mean, the fire seem on top of it, and as we said right from the get-go, worst-case scenario, if we're allowed to cook, we'll just go and cook up for the fires and make it send it to a good home like they've, they've done their due like more more so than anyone else so yeah absolutely Amazing. incredible stuff now i understand this is your first kv holy moly what Amazing. do you think we're going to be back every year i called i called the <laughs> wife the first night and i said i was apologize to Kemo on behalf of my wife because he's lost his seat yeah, oh right we're doing a family trip next year yeah. he's like coming down that range I feel sorry for my three-day-old breaks, but <laughs> I, I already know I'm going to have to get a machine when I get home. So, but it is just like you, you almost can't put words on it. Like up north, we have we're, we're very fortunate where we are with the likes of Mullaney, Double Island. Like we really are in an amazing place. But this this is kind of in a league of, league of its own. Like yeah. Like even just geographically, it's its own special little pocket. You drop yeah. down the mountain into yeah. it, yeah. you drive back up the mountain out of it, and yeah. it's just this little sort of secluded little spot, and it's That's just right. its just beautiful. It's there's sort of rainforesty looking mountains around us, and right. yeah. yeah. It's, um, and when we drove in, I was like, oh, there's about three people in this town. Yeah. <laughs> yesterday, the turnouts, I don't know how much you're over there, but wow. They've just come from every every which corner of uh, Sydney by the look of it. So yeah, I I think he's cool. uh, he's really drawn a big crowd. Sam Sam the promoter, sorry, fantastic job, and just how he's handled everything. I think yeah, some some Queensland promoters uh, can take some notes because <laughs> this is this is phenomenal. This is how this is how comp should be. Yeah, awesome. Straight up. Have you had a crack on the uh, racing lawnmowers yet? Uh, no, I gave up extreme sports a few years ago. I, oh, I put what that in that. Uh, many hospital trips, kiteboarding. I, I don't have an off switch, oh, so okay. many broken bones, water on the lungs. I haven't breathed the same since. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. No. Whatever. So, what if you, you have breathing kicks, problems, eh? why are you now a, a uh, smoking meat? I have uh, absolutely no idea. It seemed like a sensible idea at the time, <laughs> and it seems like I haven't made many sensible decisions, decisions in my since. life, so yeah. continue yeah. the trend, I guess. Fair enough. Yeah. So this is the last comp for 2019. Yeah. Where are you heading in 2020? 2020 up and up. So, yeah, we, we're we down here chasing points, so fingers crossed. We've put our best foot forward so far. Fingers crossed the judges agree. We really hope to put ourselves in the leagues next year, so I'm to, we're gunning for top ten. 
but trying to step up to top 10. From this weekend, you're hoping to get into top... No, no, no. So oh, we're, sorry, top we're 10 trying in 2020. To push, I understand the Invitational may not be an Invitational as such next year, but we were hoping to push into the top 30 just in case because I've, I've qualified in the past but not been able to make it. And unfortunately, for medical reasons, I couldn't make it down last week to compete with Adam from Wizards. Um, I, I don't know. That's, that's just been one on my radar. Apart from I want to do a trip to Texas. Oh, line it up, line yeah, it up with that. line it up with the F1s in Austin at the end of the year, and no, that's that's my dream trip right there. Nice, so. nice. Yeah. So, what's happened with the Invitational? If it's not going to be an Invitational next year, word of mouth, I'd rather not say. But okay, as far right, as I've right. heard, it may not, as such, be an Invitational. Port Max gone. May, okay. Maybe trying to etch into that territory, I guess. I'm not too oh, sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. It'd be good. It'd be good. Smoking broke. I missed that one, unfortunately. Very, very jealous. Everyone that went. We'll be there next year, but oh, there's, there's, a, there's a hole in my heart. And right, I, feel I think like, that there's quite a few comps yeah, that are trying to yeah. fill that spot. You've got That's it. you've got like the, the northern Port Mac at, at Bundy. Yeah. You've got the the middle middle latitudes Port Mac with uh, smoke and broke. That's it. And yeah, uh, yeah I, I feel like this sort of sort of more southern sort of comp here is, yeah. is going to be a bit of a southern Port Mac. I think there's yeah. a lot of comps trying to fill that fill but, that hole in our hearts. Yeah, but but all, all saying that, we, we love doing these little comps. So and I'm not sure how many teams. I think it's. 28, 30 or something around that yeah, mark. Yeah, it's not here, that so. little. Yeah, <laughs> well, we call that a little one. We haven't done too many small than that, so, but just, it's been great. We've been down here since Friday, just enjoying ourselves. We took a lay day yesterday, didn't didn't do the SCA, and just put way too many hours in staring at the TV and enjoying ourselves, so, yeah, it was good. Very nice. Hmm. Well, listen, man, thanks for your time uh, having a chat with me for the show, and best of luck with the competition. Thank you very much, mate. Hey folks, Ben from Smoking Hot Confessions here. It's day two at Kangaroo Valley and the last hand-ins have just been done. Matt from Smoking Coles here is the returning grand champion. Mate, what kind of pressure does that put on you? Uh, as much as I'd love to go back to back, um, probably a little naive in this game to, to think that that would happen. Well, you've, you've certainly brought out the big guns. You've got a pair of, uh, of, of M-Grills here. Are you the only team in Australia on the M-Grills? Uh, yeah, we are. Yeah, we are at the moment. The, the two M1s are just a great piece of kit. Just a tank. Rain, hail or shine. They've sat... They Actually, last year at Kangaroo Valley, they sat in the rain and the dial doesn't move. Well, you, you were explaining them to me before. They're, they are insulated, reverse flow... Um, there's a this handle down here. It raises and lowers an internal charcoal grill like an asado. I mean, this this could be everything to everyone. Yeah, yeah, it's a great combo unit. It's taken out um, like uh, the awardees combination barbecue unit of the year for the last couple of years in a row in the US. Um, they're all ten they're all ten gauge steel. As you see it, you know the footprint's about the size of a four burner barbecue. Um, and yeah, it's it's a reverse flow, and it has the the charcoal grate for you know searing or just direct grilling. Absolutely fantastic! But of course, this isn't the only thing you've been doing this weekend. You have founded Kids Q Nation in Australia. Yeah. So tell us about that. What's all that about? So Kids Q Nation runs the same as the SCA does, um, just with a few modified rules for the kids. Uh, parents can only really help with a knife or a. Um, you know, fire management, so the kids don't get hurt. Everything else, the cook, the seasoning, marinating, anything like that has to be in, in the control of the child. 
I got to watch a bit of that yesterday and I got to judge it. And look, man, I get to a lot of these barbecue competitions every year and those steaks that those kids turned in were some of the best steaks I've had all year. Yeah, a lot of the kids put in a lot of practice, um, you know, even my own and, and a couple of the, the ones that have really done well this year. Um, you know, we see parents posting on Facebook and social media, you know, two or three times a week of what the kids are cooking. So they really deserve their results. And they're, they're getting recognised for it around the world because you have some big news to share, don't you? Yeah, yeah, we do. And we, as we announced yesterday... Um, Kids Q in the United States, in Texas, and the Hills Country Cook-Off Association have invited our top five kids from this year to go over and uh, throw down against the top five in the US. Um, and we'll be doing that, taking them all over in October next year. That's so cool. So the top five Aussie kids cures get to go over and, and cook against the top five US kids. Yeah, and the, yeah, and there's going to be uh, two categories. They'll do one on the Friday night being the ribeye steak. They'll do a, uh, pork chops on the Saturday in more an open style event and then tally, tally it all up for a grand champion and a reserve grand champion. So with a bit of luck, um, our Aussie kids will bring home the trophies. Alrighty, so was this weekend the last weekend of competition for the kids? Yes, this, this was our first season. We've had uh, seven competitions this year, uh, wrapping up here this weekend at Kangaroo Valley. Uh, and moving on next year, I'm hoping to land between 20 and 30 Kids Q competitions in four or five states. 20 to 30 competitions? Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of, there'll be a calendar coming out shortly uh, that'll have a preliminary list of events um, through our social media with all the promoters we've already spoken to and locked in, and there's still a few more that we're talking to. Mate, that is phenomenal. You are going to be a busy man in 2020. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I will be. A lot of travel involved next year. Mate, you, you, you're going to have an absolute ball, and I really love what you're doing because I think one of the most powerful things about barbecue is its ability to bring families together, and the fact that you're now adding this this kids' cue element to barbecue competitions is going to mean that you know kids are going to be able to go, go with mum and dad, and they're going to be able to compete, and then the whole family then gets to go to, to Texas and and compete over in Texas. You might end up with a with a kids' cue competition at the SCA World Cookoffs in. In, in Texas in like October or something. I mean, that's that's wild. The, the potential of this is just wild. Yeah, well, a lot of the kids, you know, they, they're sitting around, they go to these competitions anyway, they're sitting in a tent or, you know, they're sitting under, you know, a gazebo with mum and dad and they're just glued to their iPads the whole time. I was going to say, it gets them off the screens. <laughs> yeah, it gets it's a lot less screen time and it gets them out and involved and, you know, um, even just watching the presentation yesterday, um, you know, we've had we've had Cody trying and trying all year, and you know, just to watch the excitement when these guys are getting hearing their name called and, and coming up on stage for trophies, uh, you know, it really means something to them as well. Mate, you're building self-esteem in an age where, with all this screen time, a lot of that gets stripped away. So that that is worth every single minute. So, mate, thank you very much for your time. I realise that, that you're all done today, so it's time to start packing up, and I appreciate you taking some time out to talk to me. No well done, and best Thanks. of luck with those 30 competitions in 2020. Thanks. Hey, folks, Ben from Smoking Hot Confessions here. It's done and dusted day two at Kangaroo Valley Craft Beer and Barbecue Festival. Hi, Brad. Sorry. Smooth, smooth. <laughs> and so... Uh, 
clowns. Clowns. <laughs> At least we've got an audience. We must be popular. Audience or a group of hecklers? Audience. Anyway, Lucas, rolling smoke. Mate, how are you? I'm good, buddy. How you doing? Good, good. What's life like at the pointy end of the ladder? Um, it's just not too shabby. It's not too shabby. It keeps us busy, but it's not too shabby. Absolutely. So this is the last comp of the year. Is this? Uh, are you sliding in a few sneaky SCAs before the end of the year, or is this it for you? Uh, we've got one SCA till the end of the year, and that's about it. Awesome. Now, I can't help but notice the big blue elephant in the room. Mm -hmm. You've uh, significantly upgraded digs since I last saw you. Tell us about it. Yeah, it's nice. It's... Uh, it's a glorified horse throat from uh, Paisley and Floats in uh, Tugra, so, yeah, it's not too bad. What's it, what's it got in? <laughs> Thanks, Nick. <laughs> nice. Subtle. See what I've got to put Subtle. up with? Yeah. As I said before, clowns. Yes. Clowns. So, give me that thing. At least he's not playing porn this time. Off, off, off. So tell us what's inside. Uh, so we've got some bunks in the front, some cabinets, and uh, it's a bit bare at the moment until we fit her out properly. So the fit out's not not quite finished? No, nah, we've got, a, we've got a, some cupboards and sinks to go in. Now, I, I did notice when I uh, went through yesterday, it's kind of partitioned. So yep. you've got the, the bunks in the kitchen in the front. Yep. What's happening in the back? In the back, it's just where all the smokers and all the uh, good stuff goes. And so what are you actually cooking on these days? I've seen a, a, a bit of a shift of, uh, of cookers. Uh, yeah, so at the moment we've got um, three drums in there and a, a pellet cooker of some description. Did you say pellet cooker? Yeah. I thought that was a dirty word at, 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 at Rolling Smoke. I'll cook on anything. I'm not racist. <laughs> yeah, there's there's actually quite a quite a shift in the industry. I think I've only seen maybe four offsets at this competition this weekend. It's, it's handy to be lazy. Yeah. yeah. Sleeping is good. It is very good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So early on this year, you went and did a big, uh, big trip around the States. That was last year. Was that last year? That was last year. God, this year's gone fast. Tell me about it. So what's happening 2020? Uh, we don't know yet. Something. Well, that just kind of we'll, ended the uh, we'll, <laughs> ended that line of questioning. We'll do something. Probably a lot of comps. Have you got any tr uh, any plans for trips overseas? Uh, not yet. No, 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 no set plans. Okay. So either no set plans or just not willing to share yet, which is also cool because yeah. there is a certain amount of strategy that needs to be kept under the hat. That's oh, not strategy. It's just I just spent a lot of money, so I've got none left. <laughs> fair enough. Fair mm. enough. Well, mate, you definitely have one of the best rigs here, and I reckon you're going to be set up, ready to hit it in, in 2020. Yep. Um, so how far off the lead are you for, like, does Kangaroo Valley this weekend, does that have the potential to bump you up into uh, nah, into the first Nah, this, this one's run and done this year. So, so this is just for fun this weekend? This is just, yeah, it's Kangaroo Valley. We never do well, but we still come back because it's a great comp. It has been a ripper this year as well. Yeah. It's been wild. This is our bad juju comp, this one, so... Good to get it out of the system then. Ah, oh, it's just one of those ones you have to keep doing. Yeah, got to clear that negative energy, just keep rolling. That's it. Hence rolling smoke. There you go. Do you that. like how I did that? That yeah. was cool. It's a good segue. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Well, look. Thanks, buddy. Thanks very much. I'm going to let you keep packing up and, uh, and best of luck next year. We're done. 
Hey folks, Ben from Smoking Hot Confessions here. We're just rounding out day two at, at Kangaroo Valley, but I can't go without having a chat to these two fellas. The, these two have to be some of the keenest on the barbecue scene at the moment. We've got Cereal Judge James and Cereal Dish Pig Ribney. <laughs> now fellas, I saw photos of you in a pub drinking beer on Friday night and Saturday morning you're here. How did that happen? Uh, well, it was James's birthday and um, decided that James has been more or less with me through my barbecue experience in the last 18 months. Uh, it was his birthday and I thought I'd treat him a trip. Um, I put it out there on the uh, Dish Pitch page and the competi competition page to see if anyone to come down and drive down, but we just decided to fly. So, um, surprise him for his birthday. Flight. Major surprise. Flights, everything. It's all taken care of. So. Oh, wow. I, I didn't realise that was actually part of like a birthday present. Yeah, yeah, it was his birthday. Yeah. So it was just, yeah, heading well, to the pub big at time. Crow and Arrow down in Brisbane there and said <laughs> to Nicole, she's around here somewhere. There, there she is. She's coming over now. Um, at about six o'clock when she turned up, let's go to Kangaroo Valley. So we did. So we're here. Fantastic. Cooking so, dishes. So, cooking so, dishes, washing dishes. Cooking <laughs> So what'd you actually get up to? When? Today? Yeah, so like... like dishes. Yeah, yeah, okay. So oh, we Scots we, and we, Smoke. We, okay. Yeah, I, I competed with Scots and Smoke down at Burley. Um, great bunch of blokes. Oh. Fantastic guys. I've, I've known them now since uh, 2017 and they are all great. Yeah. They are Fantastic really good boys. teams. It's, yeah, and it's... One of the ambassador, ambassadors. Yeah. It's, yeah, a fantastic experience to be down here. Um, first fly-in, fly-out comp. Um, <laughs> Flies, fly. <laughs> yeah, fly-in, fly-out. Great experience, fantastic experience. Um, I think the boys will do well. Um, they right. actually got my first walk-up at Burley. So, yeah, and James being here, me and James compete in a team called Judgmental because he's a judge and I'm mental. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> So we muck around a little bit in little car park comps, very small comps. So, yeah. Over to you, boss. Into it. So when do you guys fly back? Oh, we're heading back in the morning. Yeah, we're driving a couple of K up the road. We've got the de designated driver over there, so. Yeah. Up near the um, airport up here. Airfield, so, yeah. Airfield, yeah. yeah. Oh, in. very cool. All right, well, congratulations on, uh, on, on uh, I think you're the first ever FIFO dish pig team. Yep. So uh, congratulations for that. I think that's an Australian first. But the awesome thing is, you Google dish bitches, we're on the first page of images. There you go. <laughs> so, you, so you got your SEO right. Yeah, then. yeah, we've yes. got it right. We've got it right. We're gonna get definitely get it out to the community. If you want to compete, yes. but your team's not competing, or you don't have a team, put it out there. You can meet some awesome people. Just get into it. Comp life. I've done 14 comps in the last 18 months. And you can book tickets on a phone while you're drinking in a pub. That's yes. it. That's it. That's I've, it. I've done 14 comps this year, and I've, this is the second one where I competed. So the rest were judging. This is every judge should do this. Yeah. It definitely. Get in amongst it, just, it and have a go. You, you, as a judge, you're a part of the community. Fantastic. All right. Thanks, fellas. No worries. Thank Benny. you very much Thank for your you. time and a safe trip home. Thanks, Ben. Thanks, Ben. Hey folks, Ben from Smoking Hot Confessions here. Not 10 minutes ago, the Sheen Shangri-La was set up here. I turned my back, I grabbed a beer, I come back and it's all gone. Ryan, there you guys are obviously pack up ninjas. Yeah, we had the trailer ready to rock and roll, the GMGs were cool, the Pro-Q was off, the egg was ready to rock and roll, so we just started packing up, 
had a beer and then the marquee was down. So it takes about 20 minutes with three people. Oh, too easy. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's a long, long time ago. It used to take about an hour and a half. We've got it down to a fine art. Beautiful, beautiful. So that's obviously come down to practice. So how many competitions are you up to this year? This year, we do three this year so we can qualify and rank for the ABA. Um, next year might maybe make it up to about four to six, but minimum three just so we can get our names up on that leaderboard. Very nice, cool as. Now you, you do a bunch of other stuff in the in the barbecue world as well. You yep. do all sorts of like I've I've seen you doing different demos and bits and pieces. Tell tell us what you're up to in your outside of competition life. Yeah, so outside of competitions, I work for a barbecue retailer called Tucker Barbecues in Sydney. Uh, they specialise in outdoor kitchens, but I've come along to help the low and slow scene as it is growing. Uh, we do a lot of demos, so I work closely with the Big Green Egg because they're a really good barbecue for anywhere from the beginner to the experienced cook. Uh, I also teach beginner classes, nothing fancy, but just how to get a backyard cook uh, that little bit better. So a lot of people just want to know how to make it taste good, make it nice and tender, and use the right flavours, and I sort of lend a hand in my experience. Um, it really is a good resource because I wish three, four years ago when I started, I had someone to tell me what they did wrong. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of money and time went into making mistakes. Oh, still tell making me about mistakes. it. <laughs> but uh, it's something that I'm glad that I can sort of pan down just the basics. Beautiful. So if you're, uh, if the people out there are thinking about getting into low and slow, what would be your advice for a starter barbecue? A starter barbecue, depending on your budget. Um, I'm a big fan of the Pro-Q Bullet Smoker. It's very versatile. Uh, you've got two stacks. You can grill, roast, smoke. You can use rotisseries. If you don't want to go with charcoal, I probably would recommend the Green Mountain Grills, either da Davy Crockett for a real small or Daniel Boone to get started. Those pellet smokers really just the ultimate set and forget. Some people don't want to play with fire. They don't want to play with charcoal. They just want to eat good barbecue, and that is a good win and pit. Mate, I've seen a lot of pellet grills here this weekend. They, yeah. uh, those and drums seem to really be, be taken over the scene at the moment. I think I've only seen about four, maybe five offsets. Why do you think that's sort of that, that shift is happening? Well, having an offset can be a bit of a uh, rigorous task. Having a team of four people doing shifts, feeding that fire. Uh, sometimes you've had a bit of a... Uh, a few waters per se and uh, you need to get some sleep and if you forget to refuel you've lost what 40 minute fire that's an hour and a half and you cook so if we can dial it in in the GMG or even the drum you just set that up like the drums again the second time I cooked on a drum this weekend and uh, fuel efficiency is ridiculous so we used the Franken drum by Drew and that thing just sat at 350 for a good three hours and used minimal consumption of the heat beads lump charcoal uh, and then the drums again uh, really good for high heat cooking GMGs we use for a more of our longer cooks so our eight hour cooks that used about half the hopper with our thermal blanket and our downdraft and we really didn't have to think too much about it mate that sounds like a like a winning combination to me so before i wrap this up who do you think are the teams to watch in 2020 2020, you've got the people that have been here for a while, so I definitely think Grillers in the Mist, always perfecting what they do. They basically have got it down to a fine art. Unfortunately, judges can be a little bit unforgiving. I think uh, the boys from BBQ are definitely stepping up every time, and the girls from Pitt's perfect. Fantastic. Look, thanks very much for your time. No worries. Your, your father and your mate are uh, still still making the last bits of packing up here. They're, they're giving you the stink eye, so I'm going to let you go. No worries. I have to uh, lift some heavy stuff now. All right. Cheers. Thanks. Got a project you'd like to work on with the SHC team? Shoot Ben an email on ben at smokinghotconfessions.com and let's have a conversation. And there you have it, family, the 2019 Kangaroo Valley Craft Beer and Barbecue Festival. 
Huge thanks go out to the teams who took time out of their busy schedules to chat with me. And of course, a huge congratulations goes out to LSH Barbecue for their back-to-back IGC. And Grillers in the Mist deserve a huge shout-out for taking out the GC just one week after winning their rings at the Invitational. Before I let you go, I want to remind you about the Smoking Hot Confessions community on Facebook. And if you have a minute, it'd really help me out if you could subscribe, rate, and review the show. The ratings and reviews trigger the algorithms and make Apple distribute the podcast further and wider, so they are really important and very much appreciated. And that's the end of the show. Till next time, take care of each other and keep on queuing. Thanks for listening to the Smoking Hot Confessions podcast. Head on over to smokinghotconfessions.com for recipes, tips, and Ben's own confessions. <laughs>